0: You are listening to the RTE Today podcast featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Every week we are told about a new scam being peddled by fraudsters they're all looking for the cash, Mara. They
1: are. So, uh, what do we look for? Well, to tell us all about that is consumer affairs correspondent uh, with the Irish Times, uh, Connor Pope. And Connor joins us as always. Connor, how you doing? Connor, uh, I guess the first question guys? is: Do fraudsters kind of target their scams around certain times of the year?
2: and they're very tuned in to what's happening in individual geographical locations so for instance in the run-up to Christmas Comreg and the banks reported a big spike in fraudulent SMS messages alerting people to failed deliveries or attempted Mm. deliveries because they would have known the criminals would have known that people would have been getting a lot of uh, deliveries Christmas presents Mm. and all the rest in the run-up to Christmas but then in the post Christmas period you'll see a lot of SMS bogus SMS messages Mm. from the likes of Netflix and subscription services because people's finances tend to be in a little bit of disarray after Christmas. So you might get a message saying, you know, attempted payment on your Netflix account has failed. Please update your details, blah, blah, blah. And they know then because there are more people who are likely to have their finances, mm-hmm. as I say, in some disarray. So they, so they target people on that level. And then over the course of the summer, over the course of the spring, they tune into what's happening in the world in which we're living
0: and that's how they operate their crimes. Yeah, it's, mm. it's crazy when you think about it, Conor. But last week when you were on, you touched on the hi, mom, dad uh, text. Explain that one again for us. Well, this is one that I've been targeted with on multiple occasions myself. And what
2: happens is you get a text message and it just says, hi, ma'am, hi, dad, or whatever it might be. I've dropped my phone or I've lost my phone. Uh, Can you please text me on this number? So then you text the person on that number and you go, oh, my God, are you okay?" And then over a period of of multiple text messages, the criminals who are behind the first text message try and convince you to give them money. Now, I've actually pursued this with the criminals and I've responded as if I was convinced they were telling me the truth. And I've strung them along for a day or two days or three days and I've pretended to send them the money and all that stuff. I wouldn't recommend any of your viewers do it, but I've done it to see what happens. And like they become like it, it's really stupid and silly on one level and you can easily see through it. But then on the other hand, people are genuinely concerned about what their children might be up to or if their children are in any way vulnerable and they might easily fall victim to the scam.
1: Connor, you know what's really interesting? Yesterday, we had the winner of the Young Scientist, uh, Sean O'Sullivan, on the show with us, and he was talking about AI and and how you can kind of check between authored, you know, human-authored scripts and AI, who wrote what, when exactly. So with the advancement in AI and technology, I guess scammers are getting really sophisticated. Can we bring this? Are they going to bring this to the next level?
2: 100%. And I don't want to alarm people, but, like, when AI is adopted adopted by the criminals the scams are going to become an awful lot more plausible like we touched on the mam and dad scam there and it's just basically a text message driven scam but imagine if instead of a text message you were getting a phone call and imagine if when you answered the phone it sounded like your child on the other end of the phone and then imagine if when you asked that child questions they were to be able to answer in a plausible and convincing fashion and that's the capability that AI has because it could easily mimic your child's voice based on what they've heard them say on tiktok or facebook or instagram or whatever it might be and then the ai programs will be able to answer questions based on probabilities and all the rest it hasn't happened yet but the criminals will be looking at ways they can develop that to make their scams more convincing and like i i can't stress enough how big a problem this is because Mm. According to Comrade, you're looking at 300 million euro is lost uh, by Irish consumers every single year in these scams. And when you spread that out over the course, over the whole world, you're talking about billions and billions and billions of euro being lost by innocent consumers to criminals using these multiple different types of scam. Conrad, if you do get one of these messages, what should you do? Ignore it. I mean, yeah. that actually, that when, it, when it comes to the mom and dad scam, the simplest thing in the yeah. world to do is to phone your child. So you get the message going, ma'am, I've dropped my phone. Ma'am, I've lost my yeah. phone. Can you help me out? Text me on this number. Just call your child. Chances yeah. are they'll answer the phone and then the scam ends. But the other thing is to remember is to just be very suspicious. And it's a terrible thing to say to people yeah. that you need to be suspicious. But the bottom line is, when it comes to these kind of unsolicited messages, trust nobody. <laughs>
1: yeah. trust and Connor, I suppose you think about it as well the basic stuff is never to like click on the link or open an attachment, because straight away then you could be down that rabbit hole.
2: 100%. And I mean, that, like, if you talk to any banks, the building or the, the credit unions on post, they will never seek personal information from you. And they will never ask you to click on an embedded link in a text message and then input details based on that link. So let's say if you are waiting for a parcel to be delivered from UPS or DPD or Fastway or on post, or wherever it might be, and you get a message, don't follow the link in the text message. Just go onto their website and key in the details after manually visiting the website. But the simplest thing to remember, and again, it, 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 it's, it's just be suspicious of any, 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 any unsolicited messages that you get via text but, or email.
0: But, Connor, this goes wider than simple text messages. Like, this goes onto your uh, social media sites as well that you shouldn't accept uh, people that you don't know because these are the people that could be gathering information about you. Exactly, and that's
2: a really key thing because I think... Like we're we're very common, we're very relaxed when it comes to using social media, and particularly there's there's a cohort of people who who are still like enthralled to Facebook, and they use Facebook a lot. And you get a friend request from somebody, and you think, oh, I'll just accept that friend request. Sure, I'm a friendly person, and like unless you know the person, you should not be accepting the friend requests because that's that's where the criminals start Mm -hmm. their journeys in many respects. And of course, once they're your friend. They can start sending you direct messages. They can start communicating with you. And I know that you've touched on it in the past. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it in the past. That's how those romance scams often play out. So just like, and it's not a nice thing to say because we all kind of want to think the best of other people. Mm Yeah, but, but the reality is, when it comes to these online communications, be they via email, text, or indeed through social media, you've got to be suspicious.
1: Yeah, yeah. Connor, just before you go, I know there has been a West African group operating here, or yeah. members of them, and have there any of these people been brought to court before the courts?
2: Yes, now, you're talking, the Black Axe Gang started in Nigeria in the 1970s, and they're an absolutely terrible, terrible organisation. Bloodthirsty murderers, they've got all sorts of terrible activities that are responsible for they're behind an awful lot of these criminal enterprises, these <laughs> criminal scams and in recent times the Gardaí have been successful in catching some of them in the act when they've been perpetrating the scams based out of houses in Dublin mm-hmm. and in other parts of Ireland because when I say they're localised like the, the criminals have to know what's happening in Ireland mm, at any yeah. given mm-hmm. time so they do tend to have cells of operators based in each country in which they're doing business and that's how it all starts to know. play out
0: Connor, Connor. thank you very much much. for all that information. Now, if you've been scammed, please do email us uh, today at rt.ie. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE 1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE Player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.